everybody and welcome to the Love Spurts, your guide to love, sex, and happiness. With me, Dr. Jordan and Shamaste Owen. Owen. Hello, I just I'd like to start saying my own name for the show if you don't mind. Okay. And it's of course it's not an ego thing. Sure. It's just that it's unfair that you get to say my name every week yep. when I'm just sitting here um not saying my name and that's not me. That's Saying that, that's um, a couple of people on the street just mentioned that to me, and I thought, sure. you know what, they're dead right. Well, I'll pass them. I'll pass every uh, suggestion upwards, obviously. To um, me, thank you. So, Shamaste. I'll let you know. Shamaste. Thank you. How's life? Um, life is um, a bit of a mixed bag this week, to be honest. Um, uh, as you know, I've been doing um, some studies, some trials. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't really go into the details of it, but not the results I wanted. Several of the uh, test subjects, mm-hmm. the little the rats, mm-hmm. I would say, exploded. So tough luck. Not really the answer we were looking for, but you know. Well, I would suggest. I mean, just keep trying. There's yeah. plenty of rats out there that are willing to sure join into the. Um, Sometimes a rat is closer than you think. They say that there's a rat five feet from you. Mm. If you're about, in any part of a city. Or any, uh, if you're at one side of a, say, a desk mm-hmm. um, talking, there's probably always a rat yeah. opposite you talking. Actually, last night I woke up at four in the morning and what I do at four in the morning is I have a cleanse wake and that's a 10 minute, 10 minutes where I stand up in the bed and I go, I am thankful for this moment. Please let me keep living. It's a good job you are single though, to be fair, because that would be... Well, I actually had a woman, um, a female, in the bed beside me and we spent one hour doing meditational sex, which involves talking and then connecting and then connecting through our thoughts. And then it ends up with um, with the fingering. What was she like? How good was her? Um, did she have uh, a, a big auras? Mm, yes. I mean, her soul was magnificent. She had a brilliant energy about herself. Uh-huh. And um, uh-huh. oh, f- five yeah. Johnnies. Wow, your week was better than mine, I'd say. Are you still um, having trouble with the ex? Uh, you're asking me if she's still dead. It's actually quite a rude way to say that. And yes, she is. No, but I mean, I, I do believe that you couldn't deal with your emotions. And um, oh, well, actually, yeah, no, I need to you apologize. You were crying yeah, back in the park. I should apologize to anyone who actually saw me. I feel like a lot of listeners can understand, but when something's closed, you mm-hmm. know, such as the, the death of a loved one a beautiful wife or a shop blockbusters i i like to think of life or parts of life mm. as like chapters in a book okay mm-hmm. so when when someone dies for example or a shop closes that chapter is now over you don't go back to read the chapter you carry on forward for the next chapters until the end of the book which is you dying that's what i like to think of life as like so to have um people come around and dredging it all back up and saying you know there's a lot of things that aren't explained. They were explained. I explained it all at the time. I'm not going to keep repeating myself. You know, I've got clients. I've got uh, the, the institute. I've got experiments. I mean, there's no bloody wonder these rats are exploding because I'm not there to stop them exploding because I've got some fucking Bobby knocking on my door. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you said you were here, but this receipt shows you were there. Well, maybe the receipt is like, because machines break, don't they? So you what's your name again, Sergeant? What? Sergeant, fuck off. How about that? Prick. And that's okay, and I'm very happy that I have forced you into cleansing all of that off your chest. And can I just say to um, 
the uh, dead person. Her name was what again, Mary? Lottie Papstein. Lottie Papstein, excuse me. Dr. Lottie Papstein. Can I say that you're up there now with the big man in the sky and what a shame that you got crushed to death. And completely on accident as well. Oh my God. And I, you know, when I went over to your house and saw that, and I just saw that, it was, just, it was just a dust. Yeah. And the place was stinking. I feel that there is some t- tiny bit of responsibility there uh, on the manufacturers of that safe because no one, it doesn't, I've looked at the instructions mm-hmm. and it does not say that you cannot put a safe on a stepladder next to a, you know, where someone sleeps. A bed. They never, a bed, yeah, they never, it never mentions that once. So, mm-hmm. you know, in many ways the responsibility does lie within the safe company. And well, I mean, I mean, the fact of the matter is she's dead now, so... She's not important to me or you. In many ways, you could say that, you know, the death of a loved one is kind of like a, like two rooms of a house. And say if you're, if you're in one room and it gets absolutely covered in shit and Mm. and the room is just toxic and Mm. it's just kind of, every time you go in that room, you just know something's wrong. Well, um, so you close the, you close the door to the room. And then in many ways, the death of the room is you closing the door, as I always mm -hmm. say. On a a very different note, I had a really nice um, burrito in town today. Um at a new burrito place in town. It's called Bori Bori. And uh, beautiful burritos, vegan burritos. Just wanted to put that in there. What's Five it? euro per burrito. Please do come down to Bori Bori Burritos for all your burrito needs. So, was that... Did you actually do that? Or did you... Are you being paid to say that? Um, are you being paid? Because we have a contract where if you're being paid to do it, you have to... We both do it, we split it. No, no, I mean... Uh, no, I'm not... I mean... I'm getting paid, but like, what is money? You say that every single time, every time. I'm you're just jealous of my you shit. Not... You're jealous. And your fucking wife was, she was murdered. And you're very welcome back to this podcast. There was obviously just a bit of playing there. Mm-hmm. Here at the uh, Love Spurts podcast, we do like to indulge, in, involve ourselves in some role play there, which we know that several listeners will benefit from. Mm-hmm. Today's episode is all about greed, and we have, you know, we've got greed all over now. We live in a very narcissistic nature where everybody wants more, you know? And back when my great, 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 I'm talking really great grandparents, I'm talking thousands of years, mate, when they were growing up, all they had was a couple of sticks, a mud house, and maybe a couple of bananas, mm-hmm. and they were delighted with themselves. Mm-hmm. And they'd have sex, and they wouldn't have condoms, and they didn't have all the problems that we have now. And basically the issues now is that we want more. When do we want it? Now. We're always greedy. We always want a taste of that extra thing around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you look at your delis downtown, yeah. they started off with a bit of chicken. Uh-huh. Now it's got chicken and Sausage rolls, you know, spicy chicken. You got um, Cornish Bread, pasties. Breaded chicken. Pardon? Breaded chicken. Breaded chicken, exactly. Yeah. For the for the connoisseurs, yeah. you got your jambons. You got everything there that you need, that you don't need, but that you want because greed is an intrinsic emotion hardwired so into the mind and the body. So you're saying that if uh, one was to go into one of these delis and it was a deli that only sold a simple chicken sandwich you couldn't get anything else just mm-hmm. chicken sandwich mm. that the the person who went in there would be fine with that chicken sandwich no because we've been indoctrinated into thinking that's not good enough okay hence why we want the best kind of jamons the best kind of sausage rolls the best kind of whatever sandwiches paninis so 
what you have to do is slowly wean the people off them. Mm-hmm. So what I'd like to see across the country is slow but sure closures of delis. Over so long, you essentially just want one central deli. I want one centralized deli okay. where all the food comes in there and then we can all go in there and decide. But take, I don't, I don't want to go into a delis anymore with no food there that's hot. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to have, I want to be able to have hot food for myself, but there's builders taking all the food and there's other people off the street who don't deserve it. Okay. I'm mad. So you want it all in one place, mm-hmm. uh, but you want not everyone to have everything, but you want to be able to get what you want in a hot way. It's not what I want, it's what I need. Okay. Lots of people go Oh, so in. greed is the difference between want and need. Correct. Yeah. You're learning. But the thing is, it's like when you queue up for like an iPhone, you can only buy one or two at a time. Yeah. I believe that people should not be allowed to leave Delhi with 10 jambons. That's the ruination of this country. And you know who it is? It's the foreigners. On the continent that I've traveled several times. You, I don't France think you, were you in France or? I, yeah, I was in France around about the time of um, my wife's death. Oh, um, I'm so sorry that she, yeah, so she's you still can, dead. As you can go on my Facebook and you can see that I, there is photographs of me there mm-hmm. and it with the uh, every photograph is me you can see me and I'm obviously enjoying the view but I'm also reading a paper with and it shows the date on the paper so um, wonderful place but mm-hmm. they're they are absolutely swamped with choice you can get cheese of all kinds mm. you can get um, frog legs cheese frog legs mm-hmm. uh, snails, snails slugs yeah. snails crickets wow um, you can get long Mosquitoes. bread mm-hmm. you get small bread and the choice is just there's so much choice that, that in many ways it adds to the, the stereotype. There's a reason why there's stereotypes. And with the French, it's because they're so arrogant because they know they can have whatever they want. Mm. And it leaves them to that, you know, that kind of like, yeah, yeah. For, you know. Yes, so indeed. In many ways, greed is also kind of infectious in terms of other people's xenophobia because it, 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 it adds to their, the worst parts of, say, a French person. Of course. And the other day I was walking downtown and I seen this French lady and I knew she was French because um, uh, she, she was speaking in French. Yeah. So I walked behind her for a while because I, I love languages. They're so beautiful. And there's thousands of them. And I walked behind her for 10 minutes and I said, excuse me. And um, she turned around to me and she said, yes. And I said, I'm sorry to follow you, but um, is that French you're speaking? She goes, wee oui, wee, oui. and I was like, and I said to her, that means yes in French, okay? And then as the conversation progressed, I said to her, me and you, drinks now? And she said, wee oui, wee. Oui. So we went to Temple Bar, and what a beautiful time we had together. Her name is Michelle. She's got a farm in France. The only problem is, uh, after the second pint, she, she walked off. She just left. She left because she had to go to Aldi. Which was closing. Where was she from in France? She, uh, the, the cheese part. You know, the, the capital. It sounds like you actually had quite a connection there. Mm, with, oh uh, my Michelle. God. I mean, even though we didn't have a physical connection on the day, I'm still talking to her on WhatsApp. So it's leading up to a physical connection, would you say? The way I see the world is now we're all living in the virtual world. So if you're sending somebody um, dick pics, as they're called. Uh-huh. Still counts. Uh-huh. Oh, so that's sex. Well, it's 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 knocking on the door of sex. It's like knock knock vagina. Yeah, yeah. So it's there. Yeah. So the let my cock. 
That's a wonderful analogy. While we're on the subject of greed, I'd like to talk about my uncle, who I shouldn't give his name away because more so for his own protection. Um, and Kevin, if you're listening to this podcast, do... Oh, I've said a name. Um, so my uncle... He used to rob money from, from our family out of pure greed and jealousy. He had a very small farm growing up. Um, he lived in a field in a, in, a, in a small little kind of caravan. And we have a really big house. We do really well. My father's great. My uncle was always jealous. So one day, me and my father, we came to Dublin for the day to walk around the shops, to look at people, to see what happens. When we got home, our house had been ransacked, burgled. Oh no. Someone had done a job on us. Someone took shit. Metaphorically, yes. But there was piss in the hallway. So when we got back to the house, we realised that it was my uncle because there was a letter in the kitchen that said, your uncle Kevin did this. Oh, I've said his name again. Um, so um, this um, uncle of mine, let's call him um, Mr. Uh, Rockning. That's a crap name, actually. Let's call him Mr. O'Malley. We we figured out that it was it was um, Mr. O'Malley that committed the the, the break in, and so we called to his house. And we we my father, who can be a very aggressive man, has since calmed down since I sold him the the comfort cushion, which I showed you on, on a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. And he uses that cushion all the time, and he finds it amazing. And ten out of ten, and he thinks I'm I'm a great person, and I am I'm a very good person. So um, Kev, oh, I said a name. Everyone knows his name now, so um, I suppose there's no point in hiding it now. Kevin O'Malley from um, Tornacorny in, in Mayo. Um, he lives in that blue house there. He broke into the house, and it was out of pure jealousy and out of pure greed. He didn't need what we had in the house. We had very nice things. We had a PlayStation 1. We had um, Skeletrix, which I really liked. He took all my um, action men, and my father destroyed him for that. Because my father knew how close I was to those action men. They really lit a fire under me as a child. And to come back, to see them gone, my father, he did not like that at all. So he, he got a big stick that he keeps in the shed for hitting people. And he brought it over to Kevin O'Malley's house. He hit him bad across the knees. And blood poured out of his face. And that poor man was crushed to the child that he used to be. And it was so nice. And yet so bad to see him cowering in a corner like a child, even though he was 53 and his bones were smashed to dust. I was just looking and laughing and then thinking, hmm, maybe I'm laughing too much. But I got carried away and I got greedy with my laughter. And I was just in the corner going, (laughs) hit him, dad. And that was the end of that. The poor man got taken to the nearest hospital flown in a helicopter, thanks to donations that I had made to the local hospital. And in a way, it came full circle. And thankfully, he's now part of the family again, and we're very close to him. But he knows not to be greedy around me and Dad. Did he return your action men? He returned two of the three action men. The third one had been, um, let's just say, damaged to the point where I couldn't recognize the action man's face anymore. He had put on a little blonde wig. He had drawn boobs onto the, the chest of Action Man, and I just thought, that's not Action Man, that's Barbie. That is a perfect example of exactly where greed will get you, and greed for the material, and obviously 
there was a part of your um, uncle there who was um, greedy for the company of a woman, which he uh, manifested in the in gender argument. realignment of that action man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for like gender realignment. If that's mm-hmm. your stick, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big advocate for Caitlyn Jenner, who um, is very good at running. Mm-hmm. And I, but I don't think that's the way to go. No. The action man, and not Caitlyn Jenner. And you have a story, I believe, about the about the greed. Just before we get into the concept of greed, um, I just needed to uh, make some people aware of certain goings on with my work outside of the podcast. As I mentioned before, I do have several studies going, and this is for anyone in study B, and it's very important that you listen. So, if you are in study B and you are having any of these side effects. I urge you to contact me as soon as possible. It is literally a matter of life and death. I'll just read out the side effects now. So if you are suffering from any of these, again, please get in touch as soon as you can. If you're uh, feeling sleepiness, insomnia, dizziness, Mm -hmm. dry mouth, wet mouth, Mm -hmm. fat hands, the Bo Ridleys, super diarrhea, terrifying farts, gay bones, Peter Pan syndrome, Frying pan syndrome, itchy lungs, wizard sleeve, extended testicles, Chinese, creamy eyes, sudden loss of nipples, sudden loss of head, hair loss, hair growth, x-ray hearing, chicken kisses, sandy blood, swelling of the teeth, aggressive defecation, the mambo number fives, sausage fingers, crab ankles, the ability to speak to the dead, the ability to sleep with the dead, Lego cock, fizzy urine, the silly billies, invisible skin, or you or a significant other has woken up dead. Please, please get in touch. It is a matter of life and death. Greed is the excessive desire for more than is needed or deserved. Mm. Not the greater good, but for one's own selfish interest and at the detriment of others and society at large. Now, I wanted to speak directly to anyone who has read that, who understands that. That's bollocks. I've been thinking a lot about greed, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for greed. Correct. I want you to cast your mind back to literally thousands of years ago, dinosaur times when we were hunting saber-toothed tigers and mm-hmm. brontosauruses and stuff like that, and mammoths. What was wrong with the small hands? I think that's Jeremy Beadle. Oh, no, a T-Rex. Yeah. Now, if you, if you were a man, if you were in your tribe and there was another man there and say he was better than you at hunting, he was stronger, bigger, physically, he was more attractive, his, he had, uh, his genitals were more present, uh, yours were kind of a bit shy, limp. Uh, he was proud, a very strong, proud, stood up strong. Say he hunted down, you know, like a, a saber-toothed tiger, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, if you, were, if you were just going along the philosophy of greed is bad, you would just let him take the credit, take that back, sleep with all the women, Your his lineage carries on like a mm. tree. But say you suddenly feel a bit greedy and you pick up a rock, a prehistoric rock, and you smash his fucking skull in from behind. And you drag him out and you bury him under in a tar pit, something like that. You mm-hmm. know, or under like maybe the nest of a pterodactyl. Then you take it back and you say, look, uh, women, look what I've done. And they go crazy on you. I mean, we're talking Brazza's house, you know, like we're talking nonstop. Just a complete fuck fest of like mm-hmm. DNA 
is just pushed passed around to every single mm-hmm. female pregnant then those babies get pregnant mm-hmm. and then those babies get pregnant and those babies get pregnant and then a thousand years later you're born now if it wasn't for greed what would have happened um i guess a blowjob you wouldn't be here you wouldn't be here exactly you wouldn't be yes here. We must look at greed as some as a survival tool. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, these days we're not hunting, we're not smashing each other's heads in with fucking rocks. But guess what? You're at work. This guy can crunch the numbers better than you. Mm. He's about to take it mm-hmm. to the bus. He's about to yes. get promotion. He's about to get all the money that you deserve, that mm-hmm. you've worked hard for, but you're just not skilled enough. He thinks, oh, you know what? I'll have a piss first because I'll probably be in there a while, mm-hmm. you know, get my promotion and all my money and all that. You whip it off his desk. You take it to the bus first. You're promoted. Guess what? You've got more money. Guess what? a woman comes and you have sex with her and then you have all the babies. Mm-hmm. In many ways, it's exactly concur. the same as back in the old days, mm. but with computers. Yeah, and also I just wanted to mention that I actually have a, um, a product that I, my sister has been working on and I've been working very closely with her on that one. And my sister growing up, she had really like sort of a bad odour that came from her feet, what, what was called swamp foot. And that's where your feet have this sort of gangrene look to them. And thankfully now that her, 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 her left foot is cleared up, her right foot's in trouble, but she may get there. I don't know. She has no phone. But what we're working together on now is a thing called foot juice. And you rub the liquid on your feet before sleeping and it takes away all your atom toxins, which are um, there to line the bottom of your feet, but they're not really useful anymore. This is 2018. We don't need atom toxins anymore on our feet if you rub this juice into the what i call the bridge of the gap then you will uh, dismember the atoms and you'll find you got very soft feet uh-huh. you can buy that in um i've got to talk to the guy in tesco but i I've, i did put five packs in there and what's the what's the retail price 2899 thank you i know that um you did give me a sample of the uh, foot juice to use in the week mm. uh, and you did ask me to only use it on one foot so i could see the difference mm-hmm. and i must say that my left foot is quite literally as soft as a baby's ass mm. and my right foot is as hard as an old person's ass so the difference there it's it's mm-hmm. like a, a, a kind of a fountain of youth juice like sure. a serum in a way and i can see your feet right there now yeah. and like if you just if you lift up your feet and you see the color i can see the here. on yeah. the left that left foot is beautiful and on the right foot, that's that's yeah. a scummy foot. And I mean, uh, any doctor will tell you, any any person with even the smallest inkling of medical knowledge is that your your foot should not be a bright yellow color. No, no. no. It should be the color of skin. And it should never seep. Think of your foot as a bag. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it starts leaking, you know there's a problem. You need to get new bags or foot juice. To seal the... How does how it work medically again, did you say, sir? Do you ever find that the bottom of your bed is soaked in the morning? mm and it's got this sort of residue, yeah. yeah. And you're like, where is that coming from? I'm here alone. Is that me? Most of the time it's your feet. And that's because you're lying um, sideways on the bed. And when you lie sideways on the bed, you'll find that all the toxins go down to the the feet. Because um, it's a good, it's, it's twenty eight ninety nine. And you're listening to The Love Spurts, your guide to love, sex and happiness. And now we're on to the questions section mm-hmm. of the podcast and we have a fantastic question here from a joseph crawley and joseph says hi joseph joseph says a colleague and i agreed to meet each other's sex needs because mm-hmm. we both have had bad experiences 
with relationships. Mm -hmm. Now I want more. He's 26 and I'm 23. We sit side by side at work in a call center and have got on since we met. We've had nights out where he's pulled or I've met someone, but it never goes any further than a one night stand for either of us. Mm. Since we are rubbish at relationships, we made a pact to give up trying and have fun together. At our annual summer work barbecue, we both had a lot to drink and dance and laugh together. When we were on the dance floor, we got close and he pushed my hair behind my ear and said, I've actually always found you really hot. Mm. Uh, I was blown away. I tried not to react, but my stomach was doing somersaults. We sneaked away to the venue's garden and kissed behind some trees. Mm -hmm. Very romantic. Indeed. Then he ordered us a taxi to go back to his place. When we got into his flat, he held my hand and kissed me again. Oh my God, this is making me... um, This is actually horny. This is actually good stuff. He pulled my dress over my head and kissed my neck and breasts. Do we have pictures? Uh, I'll show you after. Uh, We had the most fabulous sex. He was a great lover and knew what to do to make us feel like we had a real connection. I don't know how your sex life was. If you want to email me about that, I'm sure to be able to improve it. An interesting story, the last time I had sex, um, the lady that I was with asked me to um, spunk on my own balls. Uh, Well, um, uh, Joseph goes on to say here, uh, he told me he'd never been able to say how much he fancied me before because he knew I felt relationships were a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, well, yes, but if two people just want fun, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Uh, so we've been meeting whenever we can, having no strange sex. That's been great. But recently I've developed feelings for him, and I think about him all the time. The thought of him ending things with me and finding a proper girlfriend terrifies me. I don't know whether to tell him or keep things as they are. Now, obviously linking in with the theme of greed, mm-hmm. we can see there that Joseph, she is feeling very greedy. She's getting greedy for pipe. It's called pipe greed. Mm-hmm. And it's a well-known psychological syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the the receiver, I mean, I don't want to be crude, but like big old schlong with instructions. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And of course, with, with the man, he has his penis on him at any given time. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to... Um, he doesn't crave it. He doesn't crave yeah. the pipe. Where there's this girl, yeah. maybe she doesn't have a... Yeah, I mean, yeah. if she's a woman, she doesn't have a penis. So maybe she craves what she doesn't have. And that in itself is greed. Mm. Mm. And uh, there is there is such a thing as too much, you know, mm-hmm. too much salt. That will be bad for your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, too much exercise. That's all, that'll be bad for, bad for your joints. heart and your mm-hmm. joints as well. And uh, too much dick it's is pretty bad for your vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can make it, it's like my father used to say, throwing a sausage down shop street. Joseph, if you are listening, you are actually being very greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you need to do, if, if ever you're feeling greedy, um, I recommend that you run the cold tap and uh, you lean backwards and you put a tea towel over your face mm-hmm. uh, and you let the water pour onto the tea towel that's on your face. I think they call it uh, waterboarding. Waterboarding, correct. If you waterboard yourself for at least five minutes and I guarantee mm-hmm. you will not be thinking of um, this man's mm-hmm. uh, fantastic lovemaking. Exactly. And I think you raise a good point there that lying in your back and also trying to take your emotion to somewhere else. So what you can do is you can go for a walk, you can climb a tree, you can sit on a wall, you can talk to 
um, the neighbours, uh-huh. and you can have a sandwich if you want. Uh-huh. What? Not a baguette, though. Not a baguette. No. no, because it reminds you of a penis. Yeah, just like cucumbers do. Uh, would you recommend that she does stay away from any penis-shaped food? Of course, it does. Uh, mother always said uh, there's no harm having a dildo on standby. So I think she can definitely get herself one of those really veiny, thick dildos that really look the piece, you know, and they really yeah. look the part, I should say. Yeah. And they have the balls and everything and the gooch is there and even a bit of the legs. And I find that that really helps yeah. you get into the mood. Yeah. My late wife, uh, Dr. Lottie Popstein, did always used to say that anything can be a dick. You know, a table leg. Why should a limp? <laughs> And you're still listening to The Love Spurts, your guide to love, sex and happiness. And to see us out today, uh, my colleague uh, and friend, Shamstay Owen, has a short exercise for you to do at home. So, mm-hmm. Shamstay Owen, if you will. Thank you very much, um, Dr. Jordan. Jordan. This is the exercise. So basically, we all have hands, correct? Some people um, may have lost their hands through accidents or got fingers chopped off. But if you even have a couple of pieces of carrot, you can do this at home too. So what I want you to do is suck one finger at a time and then think of something that you're very grateful for. So here we go. I'm happy that I have a good life. I have 500 quid in my bank account. Mm, the phone is fully charged. Oh, Dad's a nice guy. Laptop is great, isn't it? I might watch that new Joe Rogan episode tonight. Oh, my shoes look really well on me. It's good that my sister's still not mad at me. Are you going out the weekend? And that, uh, I can't think of any more. Nine. So if you have nine fingers, you're in luck. And you've been listening to The Love Spurts, connecting our souls globally. Thank you.